Well, hello, I'm Doug Apple, back with another special interview for you today. This is going to be an interview slash Bible study. We're going to dive into the Word of God. I've got a Sunday school teacher on the line with me. Actually, we've talked to him before. He's Mike Sharman, the legal counsel for Share Healthcare. And when he's not doing his legal counsel work as an attorney, he is also a an adult Sunday school teacher in Madison County, Virginia. And he's got a great study from the word. I want you to hold on. It's going to be a blessing to you. He's also representing Share Healthcare, which you've been hearing about here on Wave 94 as they bought a little airtime and we've been promoting that. Share Healthcare is a nonprofit healthcare sharing ministry, which could be the answer for you and your family regarding if you uh, just lost your health insurance, for example, or the government cut the aid that you were getting regarding your health insurance. So, Anyway, we're going to talk about that in a little bit, but right now let's get into this Bible study. And Mike, you said you spent two years teaching your class there in Virginia on this particular subject. So it sounds like you should have a really good handle on it. I want our listeners to buckle up and prepare to get into the Word of God and go ahead and tell us what you were teaching your class up there. Well, as a intro with that, um, very nice intro you you gave me, Doug. I think I probably need to tell you first about one of the another, one another verses, which is "clothe yourselves with humility toward one another." <laughs> uh, yeah, there's there's many many verses in Scripture about one another, how we are to treat one another, and you know, in in Scripture we have the one another verses and we have the neighbor verses, and you know the. The commandment that Christ has said is, love the Lord your God with all your mind, heart, body, soul, and strength, and love your neighbor as yourself. And so who is the neighbor, was a lawyer asked. And the basic premise is, the neighbor is everybody. The neighbor is the believers and the unbelievers. Well, the one another verses go to the believers. Um, in, in fact, the um, that word of one another is alelon, alelon uh, in the Greek, and it means literally one another or reciprocally or mutually. And so this is how the body of Christ is supposed to be uh, responding to one another and caring for one another. And as I mentioned in my Sunday school, many times through this study, I said, okay, now, do you think maybe if just our 25, 30 members of our Sunday school did these one another verses, that this little church that we have would be packed out and we'd have a line out front we'd have to have put speakers because everybody want, would be wanting to know what makes people act that way. And there's, let's see, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's just, there's eight different love one another verses. Just in, in all the different aspects of loving one another. And, and let me mention what prompted this this thought that I had, Doug, of, of why we might want to spend time today on the one another verses. You know, there's the the devastation in Maui, Hawaii, with the wildfires, wildfires that just wiped out a town, just wiped out people's living, wiped out dozens, scores of people's lives. And, and two news items really struck me that I had heard. One, and these were both secular uh, news items. One, a, on the secular station, they were asking the reporter that was on the scene, so 
what have what are the people like? What how has been what has been their response? And the reporter on the scene said, "Well, what has really struck me is that people have lost everything, literally everything. They have nothing but the clothes on their back, and those clothes might have been donated. And those people who have nothing, their main focus is how can they help another person." Mm. But what a perfect picture of Christ-likeness, even if those people weren't Christian. They were, they were thinking that way. They knew instinctively in that heart that because every person on the face of the earth has a spark of the Holy Spirit because they are God-breathed. Mm-hmm. So then um, another one, a news item that I had heard, was a, the public official was being asked, well, you know, how's Maui going to be rebuilt? And they said, we're going to have Maui help rebuild Maui. We're going to have, as much as possible, the contractors on Maui be the people who rebuild Maui so that the people who have lost their job, because there's you know, basically 100% unemployment pretty much now, can, will have a place to work. And isn't that the basic premise of the one another's verses? is that we're to be building one another up. In fact, one of the verses is Romans fourteen nineteen. edify one another. And edify means to build, build up, to build up. Um, and all of them, and there's, you know, depending on how you look at it, probably about 26 of these one another verses, they all go toward strengthening. Now, some of them are, um, we might say, critical you know, confess your sins to one another and admonish one another. So mm-hmm. confess your sins to one another, James 5.16, admonish one another, Romans 15.14. But you can't do those appropriately without doing, particularly can't do the admonish one another appropriately without also having that balanced by First Peter 5.5, 5, which I've already mentioned, clothe yourselves with humility toward one another. Mm-hmm. Our uh, theme verse for share healthcare. Uh, and you can see this at our website, sharehealthcare.com. Our, our theme verse isn't a one another verse per se. It doesn't have that alelon um, word in it. But it's Hebrews thirteen sixteen. But do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. So that Hebrews thirteen sixteen has as the com- real concept in it, be thinking of one another. You know, serve one another. Galatians five thirteen. Care for one another. First Corinthians twelve twenty five. Bear one another's burdens. Galatians six two. Be be kind to one another. Ephesians five twenty one. And then we're not only supposed to just admonish one another. Romans fifteen fourteen. But we're to teach and admonish one another. Colossians three sixteen. Do you see, Doug, how all of these work together with all of them? Yeah. Because the, the Bible is the living word. It is a, a, a total functioning uh, organism itself. It, in fact, the Bible, we're told, is God-breathed, which is how come we know it's a, a living word. Yeah, I mean, it's the body of Christ in action. But one of the things that popped into my mind, I want you to address this, and, and maybe you even went through it at your church there in Virginia. But as we talk about the love one another, the body of Christ, us pulling together, supporting one another, encouraging one another, admonishing one another. And then I think about, and especially post COVID, the, you you could say the drops in attendance, the drops in involvement, the number of Christians who just Mm -hmm. kind of faded off the scene. 
which really kind of takes away from the one another, because if you're not even interacting with one another, all the other one another's aren't going to happen. What do you think about that? Right. And right before the verse in Hebrews on forsake not the assembly, right before that is the one another passage, stimulate one another to love and to good deed. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of times that I'll be at church and I'll say, how are you doing? And somebody said, well, I'm, I'm finally getting better. You know, I was touch and go for a while. I'm like, uh, do I fake that I don't know what they're talking about? <laughs> right. Or do I actually ask them? And so being there lets me know what more love and good deeds I need to be doing. How, uh, at, at a minimum, let's make sure our perching was working a little bit better so that I know what's going on. But... Um, so that we can make sure that person, if it's summer and they're uh, the only one there, or maybe a single mom, I can get out there and mow their lawn, or we can um, gather you know, a, a week's food or whatever, whatever it is. Mm-hmm. But knowing what each other's needs are helps us to stimulate one another to love and good deeds. But then also, as we're in our churches, and it might be the prayer time, and so somebody lifts up one prayer, we might just might be encouraged by how absolutely heartfelt that prayer was and how cold we've been feeling. And that stimulates us. Lord, I need to draw closer to you. Mm-hmm. I need to hear you more, listen more, rather than talk to you more. Mm-hmm. Um, one big one is do not lie to one another, Colossians 3.9. Mm. And it, it's not just in the you know, overt things of, of lying to one another. But don't fake like you're doing well. Let people know what's going on. Uh, let them know your your problem. And that goes to that James 5, 16, confess your sins to one another. And it goes on to say that you may be healed. Mm-hmm. We want to think of others first, which is Romans twelve ten. give preference to one another in honor. You know, don't don't do it with gritted teeth. Do it because you actually do honor the person above yourself. Mm-hmm. Give preference to one another. And when when Christ was explaining to that lawyer who had asked, "Well, who's my neighbor?" He gave the example of the Samaritan, who was not viewed by the Jews as righteous, but he did the righteous thing, honoring that wounded person. How do we know he honored him? Well, because he gave up time, money, um, and comfort. He had to go among the Jews and deal with them. He had to give up his money. He made a pledge and a promise. If, if there's any more that is owed, let me know. I'll come back and pay it. And here's the ever-famous and popular verse that everybody loves. Submit to one another. <laughs> yeah. Ephesians 5.21. Whenever the issue of uh, wifely submission comes up in a conversation, which is always a flashpoint you got to watch out for. <laughs> um, I point out, I say, okay, well, you know, and that's true. But what is it preceded by? And good hermeneutics, good Bible study, tells us that we are to look at what comes before, what comes after, look at it in context, etc. Mm-hmm. So what comes before the wives submit to your husbands is unto the Lord. What comes before that is Ephesians 5.21 submit to one another one another Mm -hmm. 
and then it explains what that one another means. Okay, everybody is to submit to everybody else. Everybody else is to yield to everybody else. Everybody else is to, um, you know, give preference to one another in honor. All right, so then it goes to, all right, now how does that work out for wives? Okay, wives, when you're submitting to another, you're, the first person you're to be submitting to is, is your husband. Wives, you know, submit to your husband as unto the Lord. Mm, wow, that's pretty tough. Oh, but what comes next? In right after the submit to one another, right after wives submit to your husband, is husbands, love your wives mm. as Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her. her. If people are actually doing it, and, then, and I recall asking my Sunday school, now you think if the husbands in this church did this, we wouldn't have a line of people out in, uh, in front waiting to get in. Mm-hmm. If a husband has really died to himself and is willing to be crucified, willing to be mocked, willing to have all of his possessions gambled for at his feet, willing to have his names, oh, you call yourself a man, you call yourself a husband, you call yourself a father, tacked up above his head, and yet he still is up there for her, saying, God, forgive her, she knows not what she does. Oh. Submit to one another, Mm -hmm. Ephesians 5.21. Well, so many of these things make the church sound like a dream world. And it was supposed to be. I know. (laughs) And it still is supposed to be. You know, a a nice one is speak to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs, Ephesians 5.19. So this dream world, we're to be helping it be a dream world. We're supposed to be reminding one another by singing the Psalms, when it means literally the Psalms, the 150 Psalms that the Jews had, that they would sing on their festival days, that they would sing as they're going to Jerusalem, etc. And then the hymns, which are songs that are sung to the Lord, in worship to the Lord. And spiritual songs are songs that we sing to one another as basically testimony or encouragement. Mm-hmm. Songs that remind each other of, of the different spiritual things that have gone in our lives. And so we're, we do those things for joy. You know, we have, uh, in our church, we have Lee Catherine Clayton, who has written hundreds of songs of her own. And, and you know, you, sometimes you hear, you know, people in church, well, I wrote this song. Well, Lee Catherine's songs are flat out awesome. And when I'm listening to the songs that she, she's written or she might be playing and singing a, a regular, you know, old hymn. But that just helps me so much draw closer to the Lord. I mean, it's being truly a worship leader. And that's why those speaking to one another in psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs uh, is about. Mm-hmm. We're to be... Um, Using music, so it goes back to the teach and admonish one another, Colossians 3.16. The focus of it is that we're using music not only as an instructional tool, but simply as a way to communicate in love with one another and to speak to one another. Mm -hmm. Well, have we covered the one another's? Are you ready to uh, bring this around? What does this have to do with share healthcare, which we mentioned at the top of this interview? Well, share healthcare is a way that we can, in practical terms, um, be of the same mind with one another, receive one another, shore forbearance with one another, uh, serve one another, care for one another, bear one another's burdens, um, be devoted to one another in brotherly love, and wash one another's feet, that lowly as a servant thing. It, 
it's a practical way of doing it because it is we share one another's medical expenses. When one person in the body of Christ who's a member of Share Healthcare has a medical need, all the other members of the body of Christ that are in Share Healthcare physically, financially share in that medical need. Uh, you can't get much more um, direct on that of actually fulfilling these one another verses. Now, as I said, our, our theme verse um, was pulled because of the word share in it, Hebrews thirteen sixteen. but do not forget to do good and to share for which sacrifices God is well pleased. And the word sacrifice is a Latin compound word, sacrificer, to make holy. So we take the common thing of submitting to the body of Christ with our illnesses, I need help, and the common thing of, well, here's the money. And we've made it holy by the offering, holy by sharing, holy by doing exactly what Christ wanted us to do in John 17 at the end of that prayer that he had to God the Father, where he said, I pray, Father, that they, the ones who are hearing the words of the apostles and reading them, will be one as you and I are one, so that the world will believe. All right, so share healthcare is a medical sharing, a healthcare sharing ministry, a 501c3, and people share one of those medical expenses. How much does it cost? 149, we have a number of different programs, but our most popular program is 149 for a single, 249 for a couple, and 349 for a family four, and $50 for each child after that. So how does that help the world believe? Well, one, we're united. This is for Christians, not for one denomination of Christians, but it's for Christians, not for Christians in one city, but for Christians particularly across the United States, but literally around the world. Um, and how does this help the world believe? Well, when you're trimming the hedge uh, on the bushes that separate you from your neighbor, and you're just chatting with one another across that hedge, and he says, man, I'm, I'm paying over 2000 a month for my uh, family's health care. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do that much more. Oh, you, you pay 2000 a year? No, no, I'm at 2000 a month. Oh, mm. well, how much do you pay? Well, we pay 349 for our family of four. Well, how do you do that? Well, because we're Christians trying to live according to biblical principles. We share in medically necessary things that are, are biblical. Well, what do you mean by biblical? Well, we, we don't share in abortions. We don't share in abortifacients. We don't share in transgendering and doing all those gender destruction or deterioration things. And so we're just paying for people's medical bills. Oh, how much was that again? Well, three forty nine for my family. And I'm paying two thousand. Well, what's the difference? Well, like I said, we're a body of Christians, share according to the Bible and well that helps people begin thinking. How is that? How is God doing that? Is there a God? Hmm. And then we can really begin having a conversation. And so it of course it helps us, the one another. But it helps us to love our neighbor as ourselves. I was reading this uh, article or a news report out of, I think, Virginia, WTKR Channel 3, but it just said this quote. It said, if you have a medical emergency, costs for care can add up really quickly. Mm -hmm. And I thought, yeah, that seems like the perfect place where share health care comes in. So as we wrap up our time here today, just kind of tell them just a little bit about how share health care 
prevents this from, you know, ruining a family where, like I said, costs for care can add up really quickly for a medical emergency. Well, I mentioned one of the one another verses was bear one another's burdens, Galatians 6 2. So a burden in, in the original word was something you couldn't carry yourself. So we have elsewhere in scripture that's told you are supposed to carry your own load. So that's the way our, our thing is set up. So the emergency room visits are almost always at a price level that is a burden a person couldn't carry themselves. But in that program I mentioned, the 149 for a single, 249 for a couple, 349 for a family four, there's a $1,000 per event personal expense. So um, if, if you have a doctor visit, that's 150, that won't cost you, you know, you, that's a load everybody can bear. The doctor says, I want you to do a blood test, full scan. Well, that might ramp you up to 800, and that's getting to be tough, but you can budget for that. The blood test comes out, and he says, well, I want you to do an MRI, and I'm concerned. Uh Well, now you're into the thousands. Mm -hmm. And so everything from then on, above that $1,000 level, is is shared within share healthcare. There's no per-event limit, because that MRI might show something pretty disastrous that could go on for years. Mm Mm-hmm. And there's no per event from then on, it's, it's fully shareable. There's no annual limit and there's no lifetime limit. So that's the way of, of the sharing. We, we do try to have everybody begin to share each other's, I mean, they do bear their own load. But then when it gets to that burdensome level, that emergency room level, that um, operating room level, then that's what we share. Because those things can cripple you. It can take your health and take your career and take your financial future. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what we are about, so that the person can feel comfortable and content in knowing that they are, um, that they're protected by the body of Christ. Mm-hmm. And, and that's what, uh, what'd you call it, uh, Doug? It sounds like a dream world, a dreamland. <laughs> yes. That's what it's supposed to be. Yeah. That is exactly what it's supposed to be. Well, when we do things God's way, it works. It just flat out works. Jesus said it. If you, uh, you'll be like a wise man who built his house on a, the rock. In other words, it works. And when we do things God's way, it works. Share healthcare is one of those ways that uh, we can do things God's way. You can find more information at their website, sharehealthcare.com. Or you can call their toll-free number, which is 1-844-SHARE-HC. That's 1-844-SHARE-HC. That's been Mike Sharman. And for Wave 94, I'm Doug Apple.